We'll start tonight in the book of Joshua. Joshua being a type of Savior, he led the Israelites into the, the promised land. Joshua is also the English transliteration of the name of Christ. Uh, Jesus' name in Hebrew is Yeshua. And there are no J's in the Hebrew alphabet. So we have, when we transliterate it to English, we have Joshua from Yeshua. You see the similarity there in the pronunciation. We just leave off the J and change it to a Y. So many times in the Bible, things happen over and over again in certain situations where uh, a previous event becomes a type. And we can see um, an example is the Antichrist. He is cast also as the, the, the king of Babylon is a type for the Antichrist. He, the king of Babylon was not the Antichrist, but he did come in and take the, the children of Israel captive, much the same way that the Antichrist will do in the end. We'll go to the book of Joshua chapter 7. Actually, we'll fall back to chapter 6 right here. Uh, the Lord is going to send the children of Israel up against the city of Jericho, a great walled city that um, had been taken very few times, maybe never at that point. Now it's been destroyed 11 times or so, probably. They're always finding ruins upon top of ruins there, Jericho being one of the oldest cities in the world. And it was miraculously taken here in the sixth chapter. Uh, the Israelites circled the city for seven days. And at the end of the seven days with the Ark of the Covenant, according to the word of the Lord, they all shouted and it destroyed the walls of Jericho. And the Israelites streamed in and slaughtered every man, woman, and child except for the harlot Rahab, who had helped them when they had first come over. Um, we'll pick it up when they shouted. Uh, and the walls fell down in verse 16 of Joshua chapter 6. Jo uh, God gave some commandments of what they were not to do once they went in there. And it came to pass at the seventh time when the priests blew the trumpets and Joshua said unto the people, Shout, and the Lord has given you the city. And the city shall be accursed, even it and all therein and to the Lord. Only Rahab the harlot shall live she and all that are in her house, because she hid the messengers that we sent. And ye in any wise keep yourselves from the accursed thing, lest you make yourselves accursed when you take up the accursed thing and make the camp of Israel a curse and trouble it. But all the silver and all the gold and vessels of brass and iron are consecrated unto the Lord, and they shall come into the treasury of the Lord." So the people shouted when the priests blew the trumpets, and it came to pass. When the people heard the sound of the trumpet, the people shouted with a great shout, and the wall fell down flat. So that the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city, and they utterly destroyed all that was in the city, both man and woman, young and old, ox and sheep and ass, with the edge of the sword. 
But Joshua had said unto the two, two men that had spied out the country, Go into the harlot's house and bring out thence the woman and all that she hath, as you swear unto her. The young men that were spies went in and brought out Rahab and her father and her mother and her brethren and all that she had. And they brought out all her kindred and left them without the camp of Israel. And they burnt the city with fire and all that was therein, only the silver and the gold and the vessels of brass and of iron. They put into the treasury of the house of the Lord. Joshua saved Rahab the harlot alive and her father's household and all that she had. And she dwelleth in Israel even unto this day. So this shows that the book of Joshua was written shortly after the events happened here. And it was written as a history to those that would follow behind. Because she hid the messengers that Joshua sent to spy out Jericho. And Joshua adjured them at that time saying, Cursed be the man before the Lord that rise up and build this city Jericho. He shall lay the foundation thereof and his firstborn and his youngest son shall be set up in the gates of it. And this came to pass later on, but we won't cover it. It happened in uh, Kings, the book of Kings. So the Lord was with Joshua, and his fame was noised throughout all the country. So once they took this city, it spread their fear of them and the Lord throughout the whole land. But God had commanded them not to take of the accursed thing. It's most likely idols and to pollute themselves with the gods of that city. So we'll continue on in chapter 7 to see what happened. But the children of Israel committed a trespass in the accursed thing. For Achan, the son of Camry, the son of Zabdi, the son of Zerai, of the tribe of Judah, took of the accursed thing, and the anger of the Lord was kindled against the children of Israel. So notice we're going into a several-day period here. It didn't; These events didn't happen right on top of the accursed thing being taken. And Joshua sent men from Jericho to Ai, which was beside Beth-Avon, and to the east side of Bethel, and spake unto them, saying, Go up and view the country. And the men went up and viewed Ai. And they returned to Joshua and said unto him, Let not all the people go up, but let two or three thousand men go up and smite Ai, and make not all the people go up and labor thither, for they are but a few." Um, we notice here that they did not consult the Lord before they went up. They just went over and they said, we can take these people. There's just a few of them. We just took Jericho, but it was through divine intervention. Uh, so they did not consult the Lord and they took it upon themselves to go up in this manner. So there went up thither of the people about 3,000 men and they fled before the men of Ai. And the men of Ai smote them about thirty and six men, and they chased them from before them, before the gate, even to Sherebim, and smote them in the going down, wherefore the hearts of the people melted and became as water. So they went up to fight these people, and the people routed them. They put them to flight, and uh, all the people were probably running. Once the army takes flight, they throw down all their weapons, and they basically get slaughtered. And again, we saw here that the Lord did not command them to go up. And Joshua rent his clothes and fell to the earth upon his face before the ark of the Lord, even into evening tide. He and the elders of Israel had put dust upon their head. And Joshua said, Alas, O Lord God, 
whether has thou at all brought this people over Jordan to deliver them into the hand of the Amorites to destroy us? Would to God that we had been content and dwell on the other side of Jordan. So they came from the east side of the Jordan to the west side into the promised land. And Joshua was saying it would be better if they had just stayed on the east side instead of coming over and getting slaughtered by these people. Uh, sometimes being human, people forget that the Lord has delivered them. And uh, so always keep your mind upon the Lord, knowing that all things are in his power. Continuing on in Joshua chapter 7, verse 8, Joshua speaking, O Lord, what shall I say when Israel turneth their backs before their enemies, and the Canaanites and all the inhabitants of the land hear about it, and shall environ around and cut off our name from the earth? What wilt thou do unto thy great name? So warfare, especially hand-to-hand combat, is mostly psychological. I mean, you know, there's numbers, logistics, and all that in it. But uh, down at the very battle level, if your enemies are afraid of you and they are already defeated because of their minds before you even uh, attack them, then that makes your job a lot easier. It's better for your enemies to fear you. But if they're chasing you all around, then the, the situation's reversed. And the Lord said unto Joshua, Get thee up. So he commanded him up from his laying in the dirt. Wherefore liest thou upon thy face? Israel has sinned, and they have also transgressed my covenant, which I commanded them. For they have even taken the accursed thing, and have also stolen and dissembled also, and they have put it even among their own stuff. Wherefore the children of Israel could not stand before their enemies, but turned their backs before their enemies, because they were accursed. Neither will I be with you any more, except you destroy the accursed from among you. And we should read that again. Neither will I be with you any more, except you destroy the accursed from among you. So the Lord God will not stand when we keep accursed things or accursed uh, actions, uh, vile things before the Lord. Remember last week we saw that the Lord is a holy God, and we are to be a sanctified people before him. So we must clean up our lives and our souls. The closer we come to God, the closer he will come to us, but he will not come to us if we are dirty. 13, up, sanctify the people, and say, sanctify yourselves against tomorrow, for thus saith the Lord God of Israel, there is a cursed thing in the midst of thee. O Israel, Thou cannot stand before thy enemies until thou take away the accursed thing from you. In the morning, therefore, you shall be brought according to your tribes, and it shall be that the tribe which the Lord taketh shall come according to the families thereof, and the family which the Lord taketh shall come by households, and the household by which the Lord shall take shall come man by man. And it shall be that he that is taken with the accursed things shall be burnt with fire, he and all that he hath, because he has transgressed the covenant of the Lord, and shall be because he has wrought folly in Israel. So Joshua rose up early in the morning, and brought Israel by their tribes, and the tribe of Judah was taken. And he brought the family of Judah, and he brought the family of the Zerharites, man by man, and Zebedee was taken. And he brought the household, man by man, 
and Akron, the son of Camry, the son of Zebedee, the son of Zerai, of the tribe of Judah was taken. So he took it, took the man's grandfather and then took his father and then they found the man himself. Joshua said unto Achan, Achan name means trouble in the Hebrew tongue, and he did bring trouble upon Israel. My son, give, I pray thee, glory to Lord God of Israel, and make confession unto him, and tell me now what thou hast done. Hide it not from me. Now notice, Achan is caught. The day of judgment's upon him. Any time before this, he could have repented for his sins. And his family was in on this too, as we will see. But they did not. They had several days. To, the troops were defeated in battle. He knew that he took an accursed thing and he, he brought it into his house. The time for repentance is over at some point. And we must deal with our deeds when the, when the judgment day does fall. He said, hide it not from me. And Achan answered Joshua and said, indeed, I have sinned against the Lord God of Israel. And thus, and thus have I done. When I saw among the spoils a goodly Babylonian garment and 200 shekels of silver and a wedge of gold and 50 shekels of weight, and I coveted them and I took them and behold, they are hid in the earth in the midst of my tent and the silver under it. So he took this grand robe. It was probably a priest robe of of uh, a heathen religion. And he took the gold, silver, and he was going to be set up really nice whenever they had taken the land. He was going to have gold and silver to, to, to be a, a fine man in the, in the land. And he was going to have a fine robe. And he took it and he buried it in the middle of his tent. So now his whole family was in the tent. You can't, if you live in a tent, you can't really conceal you digging a big hole in the middle of it and burying stuff. So all of his immediate family was in on this. And so Joshua sent messengers and they ran into the tent and behold, it was hid in his tent and the silver under it. And they took them out of the midst of the tent and brought them into Joshua and all the children of Israel and laid them out before the Lord. And Joshua and all of Israel with him took Achan, the son of Zerai, and the silver, and the garment, and the wedge of gold, and his sons, and his daughters, and his oxen, and his ass, and his sheep, and his tent, even, and all that he had. And they brought it into the valley of Achor. And Joshua said, Why hast thou troubled us? The Lord God shall trouble thee this day. And all Israel stoned him with stones, and they burned them with fire. And after they had stoned them with stones, and they raised over him a great heap of stones, even unto this day. So the Lord was turned from the fierceness of his anger, wherefore the name of that place is called the Valley of Achor unto this day. So we see at the day of judgment, there was no mercy shown. As we look around this world, we see things that are contrary to the word of the Lord. Lord Jesus said that in the last days, it would be as in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah. We need only turn on our TV to see that. Week by week, it gets worse. This week in Texas, there's a mass shooting. Some guy ran over a bunch of people. There was a man out in California 
stabbing homeless people in the tent. It brings to mind the story of Gibeah in Hosea 9 9. It says that in the end days it would be like the, or in the days of visitation, it would be like it was in Gibeah. Gibeah happened in Judges 19. A man took his young bride and they were traveling in their own country and they were going to camp out in the in the streets in Gibeah, which was a uh, a place of Israel. And the man came out and said, don't, don't stay there. It's not safe. And then after he went, he went inside and we can think today, how many cities would you be comfortable staying in the streets of? We're seeing homeless people attack. We see homeless people attacking others. There was a, a, uh, a man that killed two people in Oklahoma this week. He said because they were white, he went into a library and executed one. And I think a, uh, oil changed place and executed another one, uh, while they were not looking in, uh, Part of this is because we are like the Babylonians. We are all connected. There's nothing hid from us. Uh, the internet has made this Babylon. We can all communicate. So across the country, across the world, we can hear every every bad thing, and it puts all these bad things into our minds, and more and more people are acting upon them. Love of many is wax cold. In Serbia, uh, they've had two school shootings last week. That's something that's never happened in that country. Maybe 20 dead. The signs of the times are, are coming, and we, as Christians, we must all make, make choices. Leviticus chapter 11. Leviticus chapter 11 verse 44 says i am the lord your god and you shall therefore sanctify yourselves and you shall be holy for i am holy so as christians we have a choice to make do we continue living in this world that we are and doing the things of this world as we have our whole life to one degree or another or do we come out of it and sanctify ourselves to the lord because a day is fast approaching when all this evil will turn against us if we are not mentally and physically disciplined and close to the Lord, we will falter. And that must not happen. We know all the promises the Lord has made and we know that he will not show mercy at some point. And we don't want to be like Acor here or Acan and wait until it's too late so I encourage all Christians to pull themselves out of this wicked world and live right by the Lord starting now. The signs of the time are here. We know that Israel became a nation again in 1948, uh, at first time in 2,000 years. This fulfills the biblical prophecies, setting the time frame for the last generation. Christ taught the parable of the fig tree on that. So this generation shall not pass till these things be done. If we look out into the world, any of you watched the coronation of King Charles? This, of all nations, England and Scotland have done more to spread Christianity throughout the world. They have linked themselves to the Israelites. Even the coronation stone, the stone of scone, is said to be Jacob's pillar, which was brought by Jeremiah the prophet according to legend, into Ireland. This legend exists at least since 500 A.D. in um, 
1296, Edward Longshanks, the uh, the King of England, he captured the Stone of Scone from from Scotland, and from then on, every English king has been coronated on that stone. If you saw the old chair, it was brought uh, King Edward's throne. It was brought from Scotland, where they returned the Stone of Scone to in 1996, and he was cor- Charles was coronated on that stone. It was also in when Jacob's pillar was given that Jacob's name was changed to Israel, and that is very symbolic. And the King of England is always the keeper of the faith, but this King of England brought in other faiths. He wanted to be more inclusive. He looked weak and tired. We'll give him that. He's an old man. Um, we brought in other faiths to make it more inclusive even now britain is less than 50 percent christian uh, 50 less than 50 percent of people identify as christian they've just elected a a hindu leader in england they've elected a muslim leader in scotland these are the keepers of christianity the king of england is the keeper of the faith and they are sworn from the beginning of those nations to keep the faith and yet they have turned away. The Lord God, Jesus, says in John 14, I am the way and the life. Nobody comes to the Father except by me. Except by me. And that is the word of the Lord. And we as Christians follow that. An interesting note, we say that this generation shall not pass. The... King Charles was born in 1948, same as the, yeah, same as Israel became a nation again. So he yet lives, and it says this generation will not pass. An old prophecy about the popes, um, the way that Moses said to evaluate a prophecy is if the things that he says don't soon come to pass, you sent count him as a prophet there's a uh, one of the popes was worried that the end of the world was about to happen in his day and one of the saints saint malcony or something like that said gave a prophecy and it was like a few lines about every pope and it was going to be several several popes but now we are down to the last pope francis was the last pope he's known as the black pope in that prophecy and a lot of those prophecies, especially with John Paul, uh, Pope John Paul, were extremely accurate, um, and the, the Pope that came before him. But anyway, we'll look at a few things the Lord God tells us to come away from, and we will end for tonight. We'll turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 6. We'll... Start with the words of the Apostle Paul in chapter 1 Corinthians 6, verse 8. Nay, you do wrong and defraud that your brethren. Know that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived, neither fornicators, neither idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind. Do we need to? enlighten on what abusers of themselves with mankind is, man laying with man, nor thieves, nor covetous, 
nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, but you are washed, but you are sanctified, but you are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus by the Spirit of our God. So many of those people did those things which he just mentioned, but they came out of that and they were sanctified of God. The time is fast approaching when we will all be forced to make a choice. We'll look one more place in um, 2 Timothy chapter 3. This know also the Apostle Paul speaking to his beloved Timothy, one of his last letters here. Know this, and in the last days perilous times will come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers. We think about all the people that talk down about the believers of God and say how God is a myth and how their religion of science is the true thing and how the world just exploded and then all of a sudden all these things ordered themselves into perfect order randomly. They say all these idiotic things disobedient to parents think of all these children think of all the videos we see of them fighting their parents in walmart the teens running wild through the streets such as it is none of them followed the commandment of honor thy father and mother unthankful unholy without natural affection truce breakers false accusers incontinent fierce despisers of all that are good traitors heady high-minders, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof, from such turn away. I encourage all Christians to turn away from these things. The time is short, and when the Lord God does bring judgment, we do not want to be counted with the unbelievers. Any questions, comments, concerns? Dear Righteous Heavenly Father, we thank you for allowing us to gather here in your name. We ask that you protect us in these trying times. And we ask that you help us come away from the evil of Babylon, the evil of this world, and set us separate from us, consecrated and holy unto thy name. Please, Father, give us the strength of the times that come to withstand all the fiery darts of Satan, which he will bring upon us, and all the temptations that this world will bring upon us. All these things we pray in thy precious name. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.